0: Welcome to the Nerd Normie Podcast. I'm a big film nerd, Everett.
1: And I'm Emerald, and I'm engaged to a nerd.
0: On this week's episode, we are going to cover the new Pixar movie, Elemental.
1: As well as No Hard Feelings, starring Jennifer Lawrence.
0: For each of these movies, first we will do non spoilers and then spoilers. Time codes will be down in the description. Let's go.
1: Meet the residents of Element City.
0: Pixar's Elemental is their latest film to hit theaters. Uh, It's directed by Peter Sohn and stars Leah Lewis and Mamadou Athi. This movie I was not excited for, like at all. Me either. Uh, And yet we both really enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: it was really cute. I mean, it could be cuter in my mind because I went in with really, really low to none for the expectations, but it was cute
0: yeah and i think another thing is we are very much these characters so there were a lot of moments that we connected to them um and saw kind of our own relationship in the movie um so that was also a partial bias towards it um uh, a fun fact it stars two of our favorite television shows well (laughs) one is uh schitt's creek which is one of Emerald's all-time favorites, if not her all-time favorite, and one I really enjoyed. Uh, Catherine O'Hara stars in this um, from that show. Uh, And then one of my personal favorite shows, Joe Pera Talks With You, uh, which Emerald did not enjoy as much as as I did. Uh, He voices a small character, Fern, and so that was really fun for us. Um, In terms of the animation the world looks really good yeah the characters look fine
1: yeah it's like they were trying to kind of get into that new animation style that you know like spider-verse and everything is doing but wasn't executed as well as it could have been it wasn't bad animation at all but just not like some parts of it were really really good and then some parts i was kind of like oh this is fine
0: Yeah, I think, and part of it, the world is so creative, but the characters, like, a fire person, a wind person, a water person, a tree person, like, they don't expand upon what that could be. They're all basically the same shape as everyone around them. Yeah. And so all water people look the same and have not much variation among them. Yeah i would say the
1: fire people have the most variation
0: yeah definitely um and so it's like again that's not bad but when you're pixar you're held to a certain standard and to have them all kind of look samey same and also like they were potentially animated five ten years ago as opposed to current day is a little bit of a step back but again like that's not a reason to hate this movie. It's just... It was a little disappointing... That they weren't able to come up with something a little better. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the story... It's not groundbreaking. It's not anything you haven't seen before. A nice thing is it kind of... You know, had a little bit of... Role reversal and that the guy cries at everything... And is super sensitive. Um, but you know he's still like a stand-up sensitive guy who's trying to do the right thing in the world and she's a hothead who's passionate about certain things and puts a lot of pressure on herself and they kind of balance each other out and come from very different lives lives and so you know i'm sure you know where it's going and that's exactly where it goes but it's a it's a cute and fun ride
1: yeah um yeah it's definitely something you've seen before like the it's definitely not like a groundbreaking plot but i feel like they did it in a creative enough way for the most part that like it's still predictable but it makes sense on why it goes to all those places
0: yeah it's it's a tried and true story told well um I think the first thirty minutes, I was a little nervous. This was just going to be Zootopia two, but with elements instead of animals, because it's very heavy-handed in the Zootopia style stuff. And as much as I love Joe Parra, his character is essentially ripped straight from Zootopia, like Cadence and all. And so that was a little like, uh-oh, where where are we going with this? Um, but the film, you know, evolves enough and has enough differences to stand on its own uh that yeah i think i think it's worth a watch
1: yeah me too um just to give like non-spoiler but kind of a rundown of the situation um it is about a family of immigrants like fire people who uh come to this new land um and there's nobody else like them and they're like yeah they're like the first fire people to settle there
0: yeah it's you know it's a pretty it's a pretty heavy-handed immigrant story um i am sure there will be people on both ends of the spectrum there will be those who praise it for tackling these issues in children's movies uh and lauded as the best thing ever there will be people who think it's just woke media trying to put ideas in their kids heads uh and there will be people who are offended by some pretty blatant stereotypes that are used as some shorthand to kind of make a you know allusions to situations in the real world and stuff
1: yeah um but yeah so this couple immigrates to this new place and um they have a daughter And the dad and mom open this store and basically just raise her in this store. So her whole purpose in life has been to work and take over the store so her dad can retire. And it's just like her coming of age, trying to figure out if that's what she wants to do. And she hasn't really gone out in the world kind of a thing. And it's handled for the most part really well. I did think it was very cute. Um, There's also a Pixar short that plays before the movie that we both sobbed for. So I don't know if that says anything about the movie that we both sobbed in a 10 minute clip beforehand, but not during the movie, but it was still very cute.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was, it was cute. It was fun. But yeah, I think that's, that's all we got for, for non-spoilers. So now we'll jump into spoilers for Elemental Skip Ahead if you do not want to hear those. Alright, so heading into spoilers for Elemental. Um, what is there? So she meets this
1: guy, um, he accidentally, she has like a freak out because she's very hot headed and explodes one of her pipes and he kind of had gotten sucked into this leak and explodes out of her pipes and he's an inspector. And it kind of starts with her trying to get him to not write her family store any tickets, but expands into them, you know, adventuring together, falling in love and realizing that she needs to go out in the world and be her own person.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to to spoil just in that it's a pretty standard, you know, two people from completely different walks of life. He's water, she's fire. Oh, they'll never mix. The father has, you know, does not like water whatsoever, doesn't even want him anywhere near them. But the mom kind of recognizes that, oh, I can smell the love on you because she's like a matchmaker type lady. Um, And so she's kind of supportive of the secret relationship and finally they get the dad to come around and they they figure out they can actually touch and it's okay and
1: well they don't really get the dad to come around eventually during the climax of the movie the water guy evaporates and basically you think he's dead for a minute and the dad realizes that he died to save his daughter so then he comes around um but they kind of end it like obviously she goes off to do this glass-blowing in glass-blowing internship that's you know gonna be she could work for the best glass workers in the entire nation um and it's exciting for her and stuff but something that bothered me and I don't think it bothered Everett is that they spent the whole beginning part of the movie with Wade the main guy the water guy complaining about how he has no purpose in life and he's just been jumping from job to job and doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing and then they do this whole build up of this girl who's been raised in this store who's not good with customers because she has such a hot head who realizes that that's not her purpose i think they should have had wade take over the store so the dad could retire but instead they had these two random people who just sat in the store every day and judged what they were doing take over like they if they would have had those people help at all or interact at all with the actual store it could have made sense but it was just like if they're gonna give it to two random people why would they not just have someone who loves being around people and is calm and emotional and has good connection with people take over i don't know i think that's how it should have gone
0: yeah i think they were just trying to tie up loose ends it didn't really bother me too much in that i honestly didn't care which sounds kind of bad but i was invested in Their ember story. and wade's relationship i the father is by far the weakest part of the story for me he is very one note character has the most predictable growth of i hate everybody to oh not everybody must be evil he's and,
1: the one who also has a lot of the stereotypical yes. behaviors that some people might not like
0: yeah and so i just you know it's like yeah great but they were like the first immigrants to this area some of the first set up the shop and then the whole kind of fire town built up around them and i'm like that's great and all but it would also be kind of a nice moment of like you know what we're gonna retire and shut down the shop and you know let let the city do its thing and maybe you know maybe they do give it to you know wade or something and he can do his own thing in there or ember gets it and she sells her glasswork out of there or they make it a community space or just like it could have been anything and i wouldn't have really cared so passing it off to just two randos who would maybe 10 lines in the movie prior to this combined
1: not even 10
0: <laughs> i think between them they hit they maybe hit ten. Yeah. um i was like yeah sure whatever i don't care i this doesn't mean anything to me so do whatever you want with it
1: Yeah, see, I disagree, because the base of the story, the whole central plot, is what's gonna happen to this store. So it's like you would think it would- and they realize at the end it's not as important as they've made it out to be, because her having a successful life has been their dream, apparently. But-
0: Yeah, it does that very basic thing where it's, like, every time they talk about the store, the dad very clearly is putting pressure on her that you need to take over the store. And then at the end, he's like, no, it was never about the store. It was about giving you the life you deserve. Yeah. And it's like, Mm. no, you were putting pressure on her this whole time.
1: Yeah, but, like, with how big of a plot point the store is, I would have liked to see it with a character that we, you know, have seen more of.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think... It was a plot point, but not a thematic point. It didn't, you know, it was just a physical thing to get the story going. But I I just didn't, I didn't care about it.
1: So that's where we differ.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, uh, sir. really anything else?
1: No, I, I don't this. think there's really anything else to spoil, honestly. It's very predictable, but it's very cute. I mean, it's a, yeah. definitely a fun movie for kids. Kids will enjoy and it. And there's jokes for adults, too, which is nice. It's
0: not going to be bad for adults. Yeah, it's it's a Pixar. You know, it's it's middle of the road of their stuff. It's not one of the best animated films ever, but it is not as bad as some of the stuff they've been making recently. So what yeah, would you give this out of 10?
1: Um... I think between a 7.5 and an 8 for me.
0: I'm going to go a little lower and give it a 6.5.
1: Yeah, I think it would be lower if it wasn't so much like we were the exact couple in the show. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was, if we had nothing in common with them, I'd probably give it like a 6.5. But since we related a lot to them. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it was more good than bad, but not anything really to write especially with the the kids movies we've been getting recently Puss and Boots I loved. Spider-Verse I loved. like you know there's such a high standard out there in the last year or so and I have a few coming out later this year I'm pretty excited for that it's like well this one I'm probably gonna kind of forget about and not too long <laughs> fair enough all right that concludes our thoughts on elemental why
1: does anyone get to tell you what you can do in your life come on all right my pick for this week was no hard feelings starring jennifer lawrence and andrew barth feldman um uh this was directed by gene stupnitsky
0: looks like it yeah yep not a name we're familiar with
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah for the no spoilers i mean we went into this thinking that it was going to be like very much raunchy comedy like hangover type vibes a seth
0: rogan movie something like yeah. that
1: and it ended up not really being that like there were certain moments in it for sure that were like okay this is unnecessary but for the most part it was kind of like a dramatic not really super dramatic but like a drama story with a lot of comedic moments yeah
0: it was like a dramedy you know it's 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 a story about characters who actually progress and there's themes and there's a message and there's conversations between characters that change who they are it's not just people doing slapstick or being really gross or lots of sex scenes it's actually a movie first but at the same time, there are a handful of moments where they went through and were just like, oh no, we're going to take that and go from realistic to absurd comedy that's just like gross or inappropriate for honestly no reason. I yeah. feel like they kind of took me out of the movie.
1: Yeah, there's one scene with some graphic nudity that's just unnecessary and weird. Yeah. Yeah and it just doesn't it seems like someone else just came in and spliced that into the movie cuz it doesn't at all fit, fit with, with the rest of the else. movie.
0: Yeah. However, I mean our audience really our audience enjoyed was it, so
1: racking up. And I also feel like that's another thing with this movie is people wouldn't have found it as funny if it wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. Like she played I mean everyone played the parts that they were in so perfectly, but I feel like she really brought so much to that character that otherwise wouldn't have been there you know yeah so um yeah i feel like they laughed a lot harder than we did but it was also (laughs) not to say that it wasn't funny there was just a lot of moments that i was like this is silly
0: (laughs) yeah um and i think the only other kind of issue i had with the movie is There's a very clear age gap situation happening here. And I get that it's for a movie and they're consenting adults who are professional actors and that's not actual romance or whatever and all of that stuff. But I'm always just a little uncomfortable when they ask, and the actual actors are 11 years apart in age, to be naked in front of each other, to be kissing each other. I just, I don't, I it just... Excuse me. he looks he's supposed to be playing a 19 year old he is 21 in real life but he looks like he could be 16
1: plus when they started filming he probably was like 19 or 20
0: yeah and so like he looks really young and they dress and have jennifer lawrence act like she's in her early 30s and so she is (laughs) because she is and so i get that that's who the characters are and it's based on a true story to some small extent and all of this stuff however I just, and I've directed a few intimate scenes and stuff in short films and gone through all the protocols, and so I know they are both almost certainly super comfortable with this, and, you know, standards have gone up. Having intimacy coordinators and all this stuff on set is now mandatory in most productions, and so I'm sure it was not a horrible, bad experience for them, but just watching it makes me feel a little uneasy but
1: he's also very prudish with a lot of things so (laughs) it's not particularly like it's not it's not the worst i was like worried it would go some places but
0: but i think that's what there was just a feeling over the whole movie that when are they going to push the envelope because they have had these couple of moments that go too far in my opinion and even your opinion to some extent for this movie yeah And I was just waiting for this moment, and it almost happens towards the end. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I don't, I don't want to watch this, I don't, but yeah, I mean, it never truly does step over any lines for me, but the feeling that it might (laughs) hangs over it, and I think the few moments that do come out of more of a Seth Rogen-style comedy, make it so i probably won't ever return to this movie
1: if they just took out the really graphic nudity scene right at the beginning i could rewatch it again
0: yeah and the chinese finger trap yeah well that was fine yeah (laughs) i that's it just that was so out of place that was such like dumb physical comedy stuff that it just i don't know i felt like
1: that felt fit more of the vibe with the stupid comedy versus like the other scene because the other scene that we're talking about and if you've seen the movie you'll know it just goes on for too long yeah it's like 10 minutes of just why is this happening yeah
0: and i honestly for the second one i kind of feel similarly there's the initial joke and i was like oh okay haha gross and then there's like they pull back wide for like five ten seconds on this shot and i'm just like okay I, i get it okay all right oh now we're now we're done with this yeah. and i just yeah it because i think there is a really good story here at the core you know the basic setup being there's a craigslist ad hey come date our son and we'll give you a car um and that's this rich family down in montauk long island is going to do that and so that's the basic premise and uh it actually does stuff with that as opposed to just being as raunchy and gross as that story could have been yeah it actually explores these two characters and why does he need to be pushed to have a date for the summer why is she willing to do this and explores who they are and their connection is genuine and interesting and they push each other in ways that they didn't anticipate and makes for an interesting movie um And I feel like if there had been less of that, I probably wouldn't be as upset by these few moments. Yeah. Because, like, there's almost an actual, like, drama that could have been, you know.
1: Yeah. Which also makes some of the more dramatic moments seem out of place because of the fact that it's been so, like, they have so many complete opposite moments. It's very...
0: Whiplashy. Yeah. They go back and forth and... I wonder, I don't know much about the production of this movie, if there were, you know, brought in a second director or it's been in development for 10 years or whatever. I don't know. And so who knows? There might have been multiple versions of this movie, one that was more serious, one that was more comedy. Maybe the director just liked mixing the two genres and that's the way they wanted to go. I don't know. But overall, an interesting and good movie. Yeah. Not the best of the year
1: (laughs) that's fair yep
0: i think that's uh that's it for non-spoilers and we'll now head into spoilers for no hard feelings
1: okay so the main story here like you said earlier is um jennifer lawrence's character she finds herself without a car because she hasn't paid her taxes um and she's an Uber driver over the summer. And that's how she makes most of her money. And she knows she won't be able to pay this off without it. Um, so she sees that ad about, like, dating, in quotations, their son to get a car. Um, and she thinks she just has to sleep with him, which is basically what they're saying, is to get him out of his shell a little bit and sleep with him because he's so shy and quiet and awkward and weird. Um, but... When it comes down to it, like, he can't do it without some kind of connection. And she is the last person on Earth who would make a connection with anyone. And so it's, like, her pushing him out of his comfort zone and making him more of a person who can interact with other people. And he's pushing her to, like, have more than one emotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, But the nudity scene we're talking about is that they go skinny dipping and these teenagers come to steal their clothes and Jennifer Lawrence gets out of the water butt naked and beats the crap out of these teenagers for like 10 minutes on screen, graphically nude. Like there's also a scene where the kid is on top of the car naked, but that doesn't bother me. Like that kind of fits in with the movie. You know what I mean? But this is like, it's too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot.
1: Like, had it just been for, like, a second, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, a little weird, but fine. Especially because like, she's, like, such a childhood star for a lot of yeah. people. But, like...
0: I think, have her maybe come out of the water, go throw the first punch, and then you cut back to the kid in the water, and you just hear the screaming from the distance, and him going, what is happening?
1: Yeah, because then they talk about the screams later, you know? Yeah,
0: and so then they could have just skipped right to that, um, and it would have gone much better. But... Yeah yeah um and then in terms of kind of spoilers for the plot of this movie where it goes naturally they end up actually making a connection and there's this weird not
1: romantic not
0: romantically in the end but there is a stretch where it looks like i mean he falls in love with her head over heels and she's starting like there's a moment a girl from his high school is going to be going to the same college as him princeton and without like the second the girl comes up jennifer lawrence is getting all jealous and mean and trying to get her to go away and i'm just like wait you don't yeah this is your get out of jail free card yeah
1: like that scene would have made sense at the beginning of the movie because she's so desperate for this car and she's a bad person yeah but then by this point they've already made a connection and she knows that she wants him to be in love like yeah she knows that she doesn't want him to be in love with her you know and so it's just weird and then she ends up like barging into a teenage party and like going to find him when he's it, it, sleeping whole, with a girl
0: like, and subset commentary on like internet culture and filming people and her like
1: cancel culture, cancel
0: culture. and i'm just like what are yeah. we doing here is it just like to make her feel old and out of place but like there were other moments that did that well enough that i it didn't feel necessary that That whole whole party scene was just stupid
1: and then it doesn't really show how but for some reason this the kid ends up like naked in bed with this girl but there's nothing they never talk about it again yeah it's very weird
0: yeah it's it's just a weird stretch of the movie um and then yeah they kind of they develop this really close friendship and they're hanging out a lot and then he finds out that she's been essentially hired to date him accidentally but they don't know he's found out so he invites them her over for dinner with his parents and it's really awkward and tense and he goes and destroys the car without them knowing and then he comes back and then they're talking in his room like hey what's going on and he's like is there anything you want to tell me anything at all and she doesn't take this opportunity to tell him anything he's like fine whatever then let's just sleep together and was like wait what and so then they're like let's do it and then they just about do the fact that he has never had any sort of experience like this
1: kind of saves them kind of
0: saves them you but know, she would have done it which but she is would have done it. he would have done it it was really weird and I don't yeah. I didn't like that ending yeah for them especially because again not that the age gap is like horribly done in this movie but I'm just like you shouldn't be you're you see him almost more like a little brother at this yeah. point in the movie. Why are you sleeping together? And you can
1: tell that neither of them actually want to, but she's too stubborn and he's too like out of spite is trying to do this. And there
0: was this moment like I was like, this is the moment Jennifer Lawrence is gonna grow and fess up to everything and talk to him and they're gonna make this connection, but they don't, and then they just leave.
1: It's only (laughs) after like losing him that she finally is like, Oh
0: Yeah, it like this happens and then they depart and then she sits alone and is sad for a couple days then she tries to sleep with some random guy and realizes oh i want to make a connection like like he did with me and then she realizes she needs to stop being who she is but i was like you had a perfect moment and then we also wouldn't have to see them almost sleep together yeah it was yeah
1: yeah we i liked like 85 percent of this movie but there's a pretty big chunk that i'm like oh that's a little, a little much. Um, but yeah, so they end up just being friends. He still goes to Princeton. She drives him out there and...
0: Moves to California. Moves
1: to California because she's finally moving on. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I had a good time. It was better than I expected because I do not like raunchy comedies and stuff very much. And so for it to turn out to just be a drama um, was a pleasant surprise for me
1: yeah but if you're going in expecting like
0: or wanting
1: yeah super raunchy sexual gross content it's gonna be kind of a letdown i feel for you yeah um yeah i don't really have any more spoilers uh what would you rate it
0: i honestly i think i'm gonna give this one also a six and a half
1: yeah i'd give this one six and a half seven
0: it's a little it's little better better th- than good, average yeah
1: better good than it is bad not the best
0: but yeah, all right. That concludes our thoughts on No Hard Feelings. Hi. Mind if I touch your wiener? What? Your dog.
1: All right. Thank you for tuning into our podcast this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nerd and tune in every Monday for a new episode.
0: And if you're listening on YouTube, like and subscribe. And if you're listening on an audio platform, please leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you.